It's the Mermaid Podcast. We've got mermaids on the land and down below. Legs or fins, you will love our show. All the news that makes a splash is on the Mermaid Podcast. Hello, you're listening to the Mermaid Podcast, and I'm your host, Laura Von Holt, the fairy boss mother of Cinderly. Hi, mer friends. We are back. I miss you. How are you? I hope you're good. So we are on a little bit of a hiatus, but I needed to come back and give you this episode because a lot of people ask me for this information. But before we get into that, I have a few updates of things that have been going on while I have been away. The first is that Cinderly has some new games in the App Store, introducing Circus Cracker Crunch and Unicorn Cafe, which are now both available for iOS. I personally am the worst at iPhone games, and even I can play these, and I think they're really fun. They're so cute, and I think that my partner Luke did a great job of designing them. So just search Cinderly in the App Store or follow the link in the show notes. The second announcement is that our Don't Quit Your Daydream workshops in NYC are open for summer and fall sessions. These are one-day intensives held in Manhattan where Luke and I help you get unstuck, uncover your creative blocks, and develop your personal brand or business. If you have a dream, we want to help you get there. You can find out more and register at fairybossmother.com. And third, I have a new short story that is being published right after Memorial Day. It's called Splash Me, and it is a steamy rom-com that is very, very inspired by my favorite 80s mermaid movie, Splash. You know it. Bet you love it. So do I. Sometimes I don't know where my brain gets these ideas, but I am very proud of the story. Splash Me is R-rated, so you should be prepared. If that's your thing, it definitely is mine. I hope that you will check it out. Splash Me is written under my pen name, Madame de Boudoir, and is available on Amazon and at the link in the show notes on mermaidpodcast.com, or you can just search Splash Me on Amazon. It's got a beautiful illustrated cover. Okay, so let's do this episode. Today, I am chatting with my good friend and boss babe, Elizabeth Taylor. Yes, that is her real name. We are chatting about her swimwear company and revolution, Curvy Beach, which makes designer swimwear in sizes 0 through 26. If you follow Mermaid Podcast on Instagram or if you follow me on Instagram, you might remember that last summer I traveled around some Greek islands on a yacht with Elizabeth and our friends, and I will never get tired of saying I was on a yacht in Greece. Uh, But we spent this wonderful week taking photos and spreading the good word of Curvy Beach and Elizabeth's design. And on that trip, we were wearing these gorgeous mermaid bikinis from Curvy Beach. And I posted a couple photos and in my Instagram stories, and so many people asked me where I could get these bikinis. But at that time, they were sold out. And I promised everyone that I would let them know when those bikinis were back in that mermaid scale, beautiful metallic print. So this is me letting you know that the mermaid bathing suits are back and maybe in more than one style. So I interviewed Elizabeth all about her bathing suits and the mission of Curvy Beach. And if you sign up for the Mermaid Podcast mailing list at mermaidpodcast.com, there's also a link in the show description of your podcast app to that. I will be sending you some photos from that Greece trip in our email about this episode. So sign up for our mailing list at mermaidpodcast.com. It's, there's a link to sign up in any one of the show notes for any episode. Okay. So please enjoy this interview with my friend and designer and a mermaid revolutionary, Elizabeth Taylor. 
Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, Laura. Elizabeth, could you please tell the people your name and what you do? My name is Elizabeth Taylor. Yes, it's my real name. I was a plus-size model for many years, and I still am technically, but I am a designer and an entrepreneur mm-hmm. of a company called Curvy Beach. Yay. So some of our listeners also follow us on Instagram, mm. and when you and I were on a yacht in Greece oh last God. year, they did see some previews of a very special bathing suit you make, um, which is a mermaid print. Mm-hmm. And the real purpose of this interview is because I think you have an announcement about this popular bathing suit the mermaid bathing suit is being released today at 3 p.m eastern standard time Mm -hmm. is my number one seller and not only is the bikini being released today but the new high-waisted bottom bandeau top or bandeau as some girls call it (laughs) and the infamous i can't even believe i'm saying it yeah the one piece (gasps) oh All a one piece. in Mermaid. Okay. In my, yes. So everyone pause your podcast right now. If yes. It's 3 p.m. Eastern. Go buy all right. the dating right now. They sell out. They do. Then I'm nervous. come back here like right now. Yes. And then we're going to tell you the history of Curvy Beach and yes. its revolution. Yeah. So thank you. Elizabeth and I have been friends for years. We are both theater kids. <laughs> we totally are theater kids, man. Straight up. <laughs> we both live in New York. You might hear the traffic. You might. You might hear traffic. Elizabeth just got off the plane from L.A. and I brought her groceries. <laughs> Thank you so much for the so kale. You're welcome. <laughs> I can face the day now. Yeah. I don't know what the hell is going to do. Right. All right. But so Curvy Beach is your company. Yes. It is also a revolution. Tell us the, the, because I've, I've watched you go from a model to a Aww. powerful CEO and I've seen the millions of views that your videos have and I've seen, you know, the success that you've had, but they don't know how you started or how these, to me, it's normal that you came up with bikinis and then would make a mermaid bikini for me. Right. I think so. Well, yeah. You're special too. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Special C special. Right, 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 right. But but just tell us, um, you know, your, your your capsule story of the origins right. of Curvy Beach. Well, it's funny because I was just home for about 10 days in L.A. in Long Beach specifically, which is a beach town, a swimming town, a bathing suit town. And I mean, I saw pictures of me in high school. I can't believe I dieted so young and so skinny. I can't, be- I can't believe it. It makes me so mad. And I guess I've healed that because what can you do? Yeah. But like... For real, I thought I was a horrible fat beast at, Mm -hmm. like, a size 12 Mm -hmm. at, like, you know, 17 years old. So the dieting really messed with my brain and my worthiness. And I think women's worthiness, I don't know, aside from a wedding dress or something, a bikini is a very vulnerable, intimate thing. I mean, and I always say, you know, lingerie you wear inside. Bathing suits you wear outdoors. And you have to confront it. You know, there's pool parties and people have kids and stuff. You have to wear it. So I... Grew up not even swim, like, love the pool, love the beach, but wasn't really a bathing suit fashion person. I was a theater kid. I'm still a theater kid. And I went to NYU Drama School, where my eating disorder really blossomed. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) I mean, when I tell you about the calories and the points I focus, I mean, that was real. I got a really... What a time. So glad I got my degree in anorexia. It was... God, I love every time that student loan withdraws, I yeah. thank the universe that I went to a private school. But um right, so when I graduated, I had become a feminist. I had really broken through. Mm-hmm. I found it was the only way I could do it. Shout out to Naomi Wolf and the Beauty Myth and all these very basic, um, fairly revolutionary at the time books that are saying this is a s- systematic 
thing that's trapping us mm-hmm. and you're not crazy or wrong to be struggling with your weight and dieting. We all do and break free, break free right now. So I had broken free and I felt so confident and I got a meeting with um, an agency that I will not say the name of, but it's a big agency. Uh-huh. And they infamously said to me after seeing me, my, my reel, my monologue, and they were like, okay, we're going to have the meeting. And I was like, this is it. This like, is it. Yeah. this is it. Uh-huh. She's about to be famous. She's about to be signed. Like, hey, Hollywood. Like, I yeah. was like, this is it. Thanks. It's about time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a woman agent. She said to me, stone cold, well, here's the deal. You're too pretty to be the fat girl, and you're too fat to be the pretty girl. So you can either lose 50 pounds or gain 50 pounds, but as you are, we can't work with you. Every time I hear that story, and I'm still horrified. I hope I get to say it. Yeah. Uh-huh. On a bigger platform. I mean, yeah. on the biggest platform I can find. Yeah. I mean, you guys, what... what? And that was very yeah. sincere, and I'm yeah. glad she did, because in that moment, I closed my eyes, and I saw myself on the treadmill, like, like you dumb bitch, like, trying to get those last 10, 20 pounds, mm-hmm. and I was like... My spirit, I said, I know I can't go back. I, I can't maintain the 50. I can't do it. Yeah. And to, to gain 50 pounds and then be like the fat girl, ha ha, fall down, buffoon, eating cake jokes. Like, I, why can't I just be in the middle? So I said, thank you very much. And I had fallen into plus size modeling. A friend recommended I do it. Mm-hmm. And then boom, they're like, open arms. Like, your body's beautiful. You're perfect. And so that, what happens in plus size modeling? Because I don't think everyone understands like what that is. So great. Yeah. Literally, I was working as an usher. Okay. I was seating lovely old people on Broadway. Uh-huh. And my sweet, dear friend Vinny, Vincent Palumbo, he said to me, Elizabeth, you got a beautiful face and a great body. And I was like, where is this going, Vin? I was like, yes. I was like 23, 4. He goes, you should be a plus size model. And I said, I remember we were in stairwell one, you know, during doubt or something. And I turned to him and said, what's a plus size model? I mean, I really, you guys like, and I think a lot of people, I think now fashion is really becoming, which is so exciting. Yeah. But I wasn't a little kid at home sketching. I mean, maybe a little bit, but I was always actor, actor, movies, actor. Fashion was when you went to award shows, Mm -hmm. you got a dress, Mm -hmm. but that was never in my world. My mom is very like LL Bean chic. Mm -hmm. She doesn't wear makeup. It was just not in my world. I said, plus I mom. So I went on all these open calls, which were savage. And I had a straight up black and white headshot. Like, hello. Like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like, I thought it was an audition, like to play a model. Yeah. Right. Right. I didn't get cast. Ironically turned down by the agency I'm with now, which is ironic. But, um, one ragtag agent who shall not be named took a chance on me. And, you know, then you start a whole other grueling, like gain, you know, not as much weight because she was like, your body's, she was like, your body's the best thing about you. I was like, thank you. Like it was very, cause suddenly you're not the actor, right? You're not allowed to be like, I'm doing right. Clyde of Nestra act two. see, like no one gives a fuck about yeah. that stuff. It's like, you're, come here. Are you pretty enough? Are you tall enough? Are you whatever enough? So you go, there were times where I thought, I don't know if I can take this. This yeah. is too, I don't, and you had to go buy these clothes for photo shoots. I didn't have style. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. Then you have to pose. Yeah. Listen, I'm not Ivory May, okay? A friend of ours. Posing is hard. About six months, and then, boom, I got my first job. Okay. Internal line review, like, showroom meeting for Levi's. Got it. And the money I made, I remember calling my mom. I'm like, Mom, they paid me to just stand there, like, and wear these jeans. Like, it was amazing. And then it kind of spiraled. So then I had a Slim Fast commercial where I got my SAG card. (laughs) Great. 
file that and just write in the ironies of life, you know? I was in Oprah Magazine as like a plus size ballet dancer, print stuff. It, it was great. So you've done a lot of fit modeling where they you are the model that they fit clothes too, right? And then you've you've also done like Melissa McCarthy is a big client. Yeah, so life, I've right? right. So I've done it's 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 a wonderful, wonderful industry, the fashion yeah. industry. I can't lie, it's run by women pretty much. I mean, I have done a bit of everything. Photo shoots, print, whatever. And then I heard there's a secret job called fit modeling uh-huh. where your body is a perfect, oh, there's no perfect out there, ladies. Remember that? Size, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a slope back. They tell me every day. But I was always a little smaller, like a 16. And then I think, I don't know, I just gained over my 15 and I fell into a true perfect 18. Okay. And the, my agents were like, oh, boom, we're going to send you on these fit clients. Okay. And fit is where I'm like a live mannequin. I go and I stand in these showrooms. Yeah, Macy's, Target, Maiden Form, and they fit like a blouse on me or pants on me. And from there, something like Melissa McCarthy, you know, you fall in with the designer. They want to use you for showroom, for photography, for on-air stuff. And it's literally the greatest job. And I think sometimes the thought of giving it up, like, I can't believe I'm doing it. But it would be only for something as big as Kirby Beach. Right. So you got the experience of learning every angle of the fashion industry just by having things be fit on your body and also the marking of it and you made friends with designers and the seamstresses and So like a print model the factory guys, yeah. A print model yeah. walks in and they hand her a dress and yeah. she puts it on and takes photos. Yeah. And then she hands it back. Right. I'm in the room where they're like, this stitch is horrible. What stitch per inch is that? Like people having meltdowns over yeah. the true manufacturing yeah. of the garment. And most models, there's probably a couple dozen, maybe three or four dozen of us in the whole country. I mean, look, they take their money. They get married to nice men or women. They live in nice suburban places. They have kids. They have nice... It's a career. And they do it and rock it till their 60s or 70s. I was always in that room like, what's that over there? Oh, that's the trend board for 2020, right? What are these swatches? Oh, well, that's crepe de chine versus, like, I just had a little more Mm -hmm. interest in it. Then I had an apartment fire, and by happenstance of the universe, I started going to thrift flea markets, and I fell into vintage clothing. Mm -hmm. And that's when it was really coming together, and I was coming in with, like, look at my jacket. They'd be like, I remember Morty. Like, you know, I'm in the garment center wearing vintage clothes that were made in the garment center. And that really deepened and loved my appreciation for clothing. And that's when I knew I was becoming a fashion per- And I was dressing very eccentrically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Laura and I went to the Elizabeth Taylor auction. Yeah. We went to the at Christie's and it was hard not to buy anything, but we didn't also have the oh, bank account that I, you needed I did, that. Yeah. You know, I did buy some. You did buy some, some earrings. It was online. Yeah. In a purse. That's a good story. But, um, um, so you have like the vintage collection. Yeah. And you're like... You're foot modeling. You're like learning more about the industry. Yeah. But like, what about the leap to to be your own designer? Right. So, okay. Yeah. So here we go. So I'm a Capricorn. I'm a total perfectionist, total obsessive. So I got all my jewelry collection. I was like, I have this. I have that. I have 70s, 60s, 80s, 1800s. I've got every jewelry that was ever made. Okay, done with jewelry. Then I got into clothing. I was like, I got 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Like the dresses, the gowns, the sequins, and I, you know, like eBay and Amazon. Um, yeah. You know, I would go to like Miami and and Baltimore, and I rent cars and thrifting is my life. Yeah. The one thing I couldn't find is an 80s high cut style vintage bikini in my ah, size. Okay. I remember thinking, why can't I? Do they not make them? Like, meanwhile, I start going down to Miami on a fluke trip in a hateful cold winter February. And just changed my life. 
I can get emotional. And I'm sitting on the beach thinking I'm the hot shit. Mm-hmm. And like this crazy high necked one piece with straps and loops and bells and whistles. And I'm like, I'm so, and I, that was sincere, but I'm an observer of life mm-hmm. and everyone had a string bikini on everyone. And I'm just going to be general, older, amazing, gorgeous European tourist women, mm-hmm. sexy Colombian girls, local Cuban women hanging out, talking Southern tourist ladies, um, down from Texas. Everyone had on string bikini and that started the obsession with bathing suits specifically bikinis so i'd be like oh i'll just go find one at the there's gotta be the, the just there's, there's a bikini store here right so i'd be like oh bye beach oh, thank you for this beautiful day and i would turn and walk down the strip lincoln road the main drag cut to me in these dressing rooms with my tit hanging out and my fupa in the extra large and i was like i hate my body again I felt those little feelings of eating disorder, insecurity, and I was like, whoa, 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 because I'm pretty much on top of those. But I felt, and to me, that's what the clothing industry says to women, you don't deserve this. Mm-hmm. You don't belong, and you, not us, you don't deserve this item. So then I became obsessed, and now I'm really, like, going to these bikini shops and, like, you know, what is this, XL? You know, and in the dressing room, just over, disappointed every single time. So it was October 2016. I'm at a fitting for swim companies because I am known as, like, one of the big swim fit models, the irony. And I'm always telling them, do edgier, do sexy for plus. They're like, she doesn't want that. She doesn't want that. She doesn't want that. And I'm fitting in rooms, you guys. I'm passing the skinny model, and they're coming out with their tassels and their gold things and their beautiful high cut. And their, and I'm like, why can't I get that? Oh, she, you know, you're, you're, you know what they would tell, you know what they would tell me? You're different. You're not like the other plus size women. Mm. They would, oh, for years. Where the point I would get like, oh, I'm not going to mention it to them anymore or whatever. So now it's really like, I have to do this. Like I'm flipping out. I have to do this. Um, my first idea was to go to a client and do like a collab and a friend who works in the industry. I'm like, Hey, so can we make these like line sheets? Like, I don't even know the language. I'm like, aren't there these like CADs or line sheets? She's like, why? I'm like, well, I want to go to one of my big clients and get my collab. And she goes, don't do that. I don't want to do that. That's what everyone does. Let me do it. She said, they're going to take your good idea and market it how you don't want. And you're going to end up with thousands of bathing suits, my friend Corey, woo, in a warehouse with your name on it that you cannot get sold because they took everything from you. And trust me, do it. Prom-. She said, promise me I'll do it on your own. I was like, do it on my own. She said, do it on your own. I was like, she said, you have to get fat. I was like, get fat. I had no idea what she meant. That was September. October, I'm in a fitting. The people leave the designers. Okay, thank you, Elizabeth. I'm like, thank you. It's like grandma bathing suit. And I love my grandma, you know, but I'm just saying, very traditional. And the pattern maker was sitting there who became my mentor. And she says to me, you know, you keep talking about these bathing suits. I'm like, well, yeah. She goes, I'll make a pattern for you. Oh, you have all these like mermaid angels, angels around yep. you. Yeah. And I go, I will. she goes, yeah come out to my place in New Jersey or whatever, you know, and get a yard of fabric. I was like, so about that yard of fabric, I was like, where do I go? And this is where it's all very meant to be. I'm not like an accountant in the financial district running up to, I'm working Mm -hmm. in the fashion district every, she's like, go around the corner to 38 to Spandex house, go to the second floor. I'm like, okay. 
cut to me in her living room in New Jersey and we draped it, which is what I do as a model, but this was, it felt so, and I was like, I want more belly coverage, more belly coverage and bigger, bigger. You know, I'm so happy and proud that I had those gut feelings because I just knew. And then like the side ties, like they always do one tie on the side and everyone's fat spills out. I'm like, we got to make it easier for her so she won't be afraid of it. So she makes the pattern and then she goes, call this guy. I was like, call this guy. What? <laughs> no. So call this guy. And that's how I found my factory. So like at this point, you now have like the draping, the fabric, and then the suits go into production. And the, the classic Kirby Beach silhouette is yes. all is revolutionary. And in, in that it's a high waisted V. Yes. In sizes. Well, we started at 12 to 22, uh-huh. and now we're 0 to 26. So that's an amazing range. Of course. Of sexy, high-waisted V bottoms with a triangle top. With a looped double yeah. so for support triangle top. Yeah. And for the record, mm-hmm. ladies, being fit on plus size mm-hmm. and adapting it down to small, mm-hmm. we've had, when I say no issues, no issues. It is so... Satisfying because Laura, what do you think I do all day in Midtown? Uh-huh. They adapt small mm-hmm. to plus. So when they go to plus, I'm like, you guys, we really need a wider strap here or bigger this. They're like, sorry, this is on my, I want a t-shirt yeah. that says that. It has to go back to Missy, everything back to yeah. Missy. Because guess what's designed first? The Missy, the skinny. So what sizes are those? Zero to 16, okay. zero to 14. Okay. Then yeah. the merchandise, see, and that's the cool thing too is, right, all these things I've heard, merchandise and da 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 da. I'm doing little baby versions yeah, of them. Okay. So then, what a normal company does? I mean, I've this is what they do. I stand there and hear them do it. They take, let's say, there's 50 styles. They'll take a dozen, two dozen, and they make them plus. Okay. So they just make them bigger and they bring me in and we try it, whatever. So you know what I mean? That's why they say to us, which made me so maddening. Oh, well, that won't work for you. That won't mm-hmm. work for plus. So I did the flip. I designed on plus. Yeah. And to have it, when I see those pictures come in of my size fours and my twos, it's like, it is so satisfying because it's breaking the rule Mm -hmm. that it has to be so different for plus. Like, well, why don't we start where the majority of women's bodies really are, Uh which is a 16, 14, 12, whatever, Uh and then grade it down and there'll be no complaints or no issues because everyone can benefit from more belly coverage and bigger so things like that that came to me afterwards showed, I guess, how revolutionary. Right. So, the, and the moment is, like, as your friend watching you go through this, is like, great, Elizabeth started. She's got these suits. Oh, my God, they're in production. Oh, my God, they're done. Oh, my gosh, she's going to get, you know, I remember you, like, teaching yourself your website and, like, uh, don't get PTSD. Uh, and now, <laughs> I, I love, ready? <laughs> yeah. Right. The SKUs are still very difficult mm-hmm. and exhausting because that's the warehouse. Mm-hmm. The website, I love. On yeah. weekends, I'm like, do, 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 because I, at yeah. first I was so scared. I'm like, will I break the website? Right. Like, can someone buy something? And now I'm like, let's play with the font. Like, yes, I just totally, love it. Yeah. But yes, I know. Yeah. Describe so, watching me. I like so, that. Like, yeah, so we were, you know, and like, in my perspective, I was like, of course, this is going to be amazing. Like, Elizabeth Taylor hustles like nobody and she knows exactly what she's talking about and she has the vision. But I, I, I know from being in that position of launching something that oh. you don't know how it's going to go. But what it was like, of course, it's going to go great. And then when Refinery29 came to your apartment that we are sitting in yes. right now, yes. but well, I'll link to that video so you guys can watch Oh, it. yes, please. Um, and then I remember watching the video go live on Facebook. Yes. And the views just climbing and mm-hmm. climbing and climbing and climbing. Mm-hmm. And 
And to me, it made so much sense, but also to, like, watch the rest of the world, like, focus right. in on you. It was, like, because that was, like, over 12 million views. 12.1. 12, 12. 12. 12.1 million views. Just 12.1 million. Point one million and, views, yeah. And so see the comments of, of women being like, oh, my God, that's what I need. That's what I'm looking for. Like, how beautiful. And and to watch you interact with your customers yeah. on Facebook Live and how they talk to you. And, and, um, and that, that, you know, then you had to, you sold out. Like as oh, soon yeah. as they were finding China, and you just, like put more orders, and you like you didn't know if you were ever gonna have a second run. No. <laughs> well, it's funny you mention that because a lot of people have said um, that it was a good thing mm-hmm. that I didn't do like pre-order, like mm-hmm. take your money. Yeah. Because again, back to being Capricorn, you guys, I'm not. Because look, I've seen enough situations where people do do that and then they don't deliver, and yeah. then the company is a bad name. Yeah. People never forget that yeah. you took my forty dollars. Like I didn't want that. So the running and gunning that I mm-hmm. did in that summer was basically trying to get at least, and I did, I was able to release two more runs. Yeah. And you were like shipping these out from your friend's apartment in Queens. Yes. So, and where you would like take an Instagram photo of like every package so we would you know, know like, I what number the, I mean, we those were, were the, yeah. in, in the movie, in the yeah. book. I mean, that was the, that's the yeah. glory, to me, one of the glory days. But so, and I remember when you hit like 100 or a thousand, I think like was like, Oh my God, a thousand packages mailed. Well, Emmy, that was my, that yeah. was my Emmy. That was the one I sent. But how many have you sold now? We're like 2,600. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I know I want to hit, I hoped I, yeah. we should, I hope to hit 3,000 yeah. by this year. So, you know, looking like now that it's Kirby beach is a thing, like it's right. a thing. Like you've, you've had this, you know, this is your second season, right. you, you know, third, third, third season, third yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. you're going into like another summer and you like, you've learned how to get the patterns. You've expanded beyond one style. You're going to have one pieces and bandeaus yep. and a high waist, yep. which like you were, was, would we ever do that? But it's, it's from the conversation with your customers that you've expanded. This right. Line. So, I, it was so, as I think all great ideas and concepts, it was so personal to Mm -hmm. me. It was so insanely personal to me that when people asked, well, first of all, with the refinery, it was like a wave, right? Mm -hmm. So people, I knew that it was going to be pop. I mean, I knew it was going good when like 80% of the comments were positive. Mm -hmm. The 20 that were trolls were absolutely horrifying. And and my mentor, she was like, you're done looking at those comments. I'm like, but I need to tell this one. And she's like, you are done looking at those comments. And that's also been hard. You know, social mm-hmm. media, be so careful. So the overwhelming, oh, this is bomb, yeah. was like, okay, exciting. Then the immediate demands for smaller sizes. Yeah. Like they, and then I found, which I call my favorite new category, my other category, uh, BK, before kids. Oh. They wrote me essays. I mean, my one of my top selling combos is a eight bottom and a triple D top. Uh-huh. Wow. Now, I designed them for me, for you, for Asia, for Megan, for my 16s, my 12s, my 4s, because it's truly not out there. But because Luxury Swim, which is the category I'm in, Uh ends at a 10, if you're a 8, 10, 12, you're really SOL. And and you must feel more psychologically like you failed because you're so close. So close. Whereas we're like, honey, I'm over here. Yeah, like it was never going to be possible over there. (laughs) Well, okay, so that's why things like the high waist and stuff was such a... I was so like, I didn't want to, not that I didn't look. Yeah. I didn't want to do it because ready. I've worn a high waist for like 10 years. I was over the damn high waist. I don't want to wear it. And I was convincing and pleading and all these women. And then, and then I realized very cool and calm. You can't convince people. All you can do is lay it out there and give them options. 
And I became addicted to the business. Right. And my mentor around this time was like, okay, this is your, this is it. Yeah. Is this going to be a career or a hobby for you? She's Capricorn too. And I was like, well, this is, this is my destiny. This is it. And the way I, the, with the Facebook, thank you, Mark Zuck, Zucker, Bill Gates, Mark Burke. (laughs) Thank you, man. Um, the ease of engaging with these women and they say it's like talking to a friend, you know, yeah. and I'll talk to them. I'll watch their, they send me their pictures and, yeah. you know, Megan calls it handholding. I tell them, okay, try this. Okay. Good job. And then I'm somewhere and I open my phone and they're like, Hey, in Cancun with my hobby yeah. having the, you know, and that's, that is such a satisfying feeling because all the work that goes behind it yeah. is insane. The yeah. amount of work it takes for one, whatever. So the yeah. idea this year that I was like, and they want a one piece here you go. Yeah. So I'm, so happy to be expanding, and I think that's more realistic than just having the one style right. over and over and over. But to come, come out, to come, to take the bikini, which is like the symbol of like, you know, vulnerability of oppression. Like, so there's so yes. much trauma built into the oh, bikini, and to take trauma. it and make it a tool of liberation is like one of the most satisfying things that I've watched you do. And to be like, of course you would take the thing that, that oppressed you as a kid that gave you the eating disorders that gave you the, you know, the, all that, just that background trauma. And now you are using it to like free women. I want, I want you to talk about what it's like to watch your customers like out in the world. Well, it's funny. And I can't wait to release the band do because it's, that's, I do kind of like one for them, one for me. So they wanted the one, the high waist. I'm like, here you go. I want the band do. Okay. So there's a thing called grading. I won't get into it too much, but the grading is the, the space between sizes, Mm -hmm. right? Half inch, quarter inch, inch or so. When we were working on the bandeau, I had Asia as my model, a good friend of ours, who's the industry fit model, 40G. Mm-hmm. Okay. My number one top So every size. 40G bra is like basically fit on Asia. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 If you're lucky. Yeah. Um, so I literally I was FaceTiming with her. I'm like, pull out your favorite strap. We're measuring mm-hmm. things because the pressure, I make every decision. I make every decision. Yeah. Like it's like a conductor on a train. Like yeah. nothing happens unless I make a decision. The greater there's a guy in between my pattern maker and the factory. God bless him, though. He would not release the pattern with the grade rules that I was asking for. I said, what is... Now, this is, again, why I have to quit the modeling. I'm in Midtown. It's snowing. I'm trying. I'm like, hell, I can't hear you. Like, I have to, like, duck into Starbucks. He's like, it's really loud. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, no, no, no office, you know, like, nowhere to sit. I was jumping too much between sizes. Oh. Because I know that the only way a bandeau fits is if it's at the height. Mm. They do all this shit for us. They do bones, all this stuff. No, think of a tube top that you pop over your head. You have to have height. Your boobs fall into mm-hmm. it. Figure the rest out. Mm-hmm. He was like, I've never graded that much. Even men's clothes. And I was like, I'm being fat shamed. Am I being fat shamed? I know this man <laughs> isn't fat shaming me. You know, he was saying it was too yeah. big of a grade. And I, my mentor that night, but I wouldn't let it go. Because I said, if I release this style and, it bom- and I, ref- I refuse. Yeah. Because I know how I wear a tube top. Make it feel like the damn tube top. I said, I talked to my mentor. I said, just tell me right now. Just tell me right now. Am I really doing something that controversial? Mm -hmm. Jumping the grade this big? Mm -hmm. She said, yes. Yes, you are. She said, most jumps, most grades are a half an inch. A half an inch? That's nothing on a big bosom. So... I had this moment where, and then if I, and then when Asia, we had them sampled and she, I mean, I fell to my knees when we're yeah. like screaming up and down to see it looks so, that's, I just can't wait for that one. 
And I had a big moment when I was talking out with my mom or thinking about it. Right. I am going back to the things that oppressed me as a mm-hmm. child, which is the obsession of sizing. Mm-hmm. I remember not fitting into the bongo jeans, mm-hmm. Woo, the size 11, Woo, mm-hmm. the Lakewood mall. Mm-hmm. Having to get the 13 and then the 13 didn't fit. Mm-hmm. Laura, that, that could have been a half inch difference. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. That, was a, that was a lifetime of yeah. difference to me. So to know that the rules and the obsession with this weight and body stuff is made arbitrarily by men or people. She goes, honestly, Elizabeth, these grade rules are 20, 30, 40 years old. They're just repeating them because it's quicker. Yeah. But you are a designer. You're couture, basically. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're allowed to change things as you do it. So... To see a customer tell me that she feels confident with her belly covered and yeah. able to go from little things like I'm finally able to go into the backyard and sit in the pool with my kids to you've made my honeymoon. I, I, my, I've been so anxious about finding a bathing suit and oh, I'm sorry not to be heteronormative, but every man wants to see his woman in a bikini. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Everyone wants, okay. Everyone wants to see everyone in a bikini, yeah. but we have these mental blocks, right? I've had the nicest, genuine men who buy them for their wives. Mm-hmm. They call, they talk, they, they message me for, for fit things. I mean, it is, that's something I didn't see coming. Yeah. That and the smaller sizes. Yeah. I ne- never saw coming. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I could give you a million little vignettes, but I mean, they make, they make my day. Yeah. Well, that's also why I think, obviously you're my friend. I think you're amazing, but that's also one of the things I think why Curvy Beach is, so important and has so much power mm-hmm. is like your your model on the tag is life is short love your body and there's right. even a print with love yes. your body on literally it. Yeah, love, your body. love your body on it's it. the love your body um, it's selling out it's doing and so good from like my perspective <laughs> when I, I you know I have this podcast and I talk to all sorts of people who are mermaids and I always think of you as a mermaid because you're always in a pool yeah <laughs> I can't you can wait be. to get into a pool right now <laughs> fiending fiending <laughs> Um, but one of the things that people talk about to me when they talk about loving mermaids is, um, the mermaid is transformative and there's this, this idea of like power and beauty as she swims through the ocean and like, like absolutely no worries about any of the things that like oppress or trap us here on land. Um, and so I know you're releasing, um, mermaid pattern bathing suit, but to me, like what the spirit of Curry Beach and the mission behind your company is like the truest mermaid vision of the world. And so, you know, as we wrap up, I just, I want to leave them with, how do you see like in your ideal world, you know, like five, 10, 15, 20 years in the future, Mm -hmm. like what has Curvy Beach done? Well, I know because I wrote these manifestations as my plane took off yesterday from Los Angeles <laughs> to cope with my fear of flying. A book, mm-hmm. a reality show, mm-hmm. uh, covers of magazines, mm-hmm. a commonplace bathing suit uh, resort wear, uh, household name type mm-hmm. vibe to it, the way someone would talk about, you know, Jansen or something. Mm-hmm. Um, a safe space for women mm-hmm. to heal the past and then also to have other generations be like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, I got my bikini on. No big deal. Mm-hmm. To go do more important things in this world, curing cancer, um, being with our family and friends, you know, all the things that to me deserve more attention than this. I'm just trying to put out there what needed to be out there. Yeah. So it sounds like, am I, am, like I'm listening to you talk and I'm thinking like, you know, five years 10 years down the road there's going to be some woman that's on a beach she's like oh that's a really cute string bikini she's going to walk down that same avenue and she's going to be able to like pick up a curvy beach bikini 
I am no moving to Miami yeah. this year to make sure that the women, at least in Southern Florida, can walk into a boutique. And mm-hmm. the lady goes, oh, double D, yeah. size 16. Can yeah. you even? Yeah. Right over here. Yeah. I mean, I passed, I'll say it, Diane's bikinis, the chain I grew up with in LA. Oh my God, I never fit into my, even when I was a 12. Yeah. And that, I mean, I, I pray and, and hope and don't see why not that Curvy Beach would. So yes, boutique visibility, Mm -hmm. online visibility, in-store visibility. I'd like a Curvy Beach flagship, just a humble little one. Just a humble flagship. But yeah. <laughs> well, but you know, because yeah. I, I get it. Some yeah. women they want to try on, but things are moving so online that it's you yeah. know, and people want to do it in the privacy of their mm-hmm. own home. But give me a break in Waikiki, mm-hmm. in Miami, and yeah. Venice Beach. People are like, "Oh, buy a bit." I mean, it yeah. goes with whatever. Yeah. So yeah, but also, a f- I want to be known as someone who changed the cultural consciousness on women's bodies and what is beautiful and what is allowed because mm-hmm. I'm done with that. And the fact that we've had such such success shows you that I wasn't alone. Right. You so not. that, right. I thought I would be hooking and crooking and fighting for, oh, look at my the larger sizes. The fact that these women are so embracing it at the eights, the tens, the twelves is like, every time I get an order and I see the size combo, like I got one a couple of days ago, AB cup size 24 bottom. That's my smallest top. Yeah. And that's my biggest bottom. Yeah. And I've had the opposite four, six bottom, uh, H cup. So I love being able to give that service to women. That's I think is the most satisfying. Is there any uh, last piece of advice or anything you want people to know about you and Kirby Beach? Um, that if you can dream it, it's possible. Have a good mentor, stay humble, and support women-owned businesses. Yeah. You have been to your factory, and it is like a very right away. Listen. I would love to live in my factory. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're busy now. I'm like, mm-hmm, hello. Like, <laughs> I sit at the machines. I talk to them. I'm obs- my factory, all that stuff. I mean, look, you know, you can't compete with things that are made overseas and mm-hmm. certain pricing. And uh, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. I was obsessed with that in the beginning. Oh, they're going to come to, I mean, yeah. I can't let that fear overtake but me. That's a good, that's a good thing to know is that you've stayed true to your values, like in your sizing, in your manufacturing, in your production. And as yeah. our friend Megan always says to me, listen, when you buy from X company, the owner doesn't pop up and give you a selfie with a thumbs up right. in her shower cap, you right. know, which I'm known to do. So yeah. yeah, I do want to maintain that personal touch. Yeah. And I feel by keeping small and luxury. And also, believe me, we're doing Miami Swim Week in July, which is like the runway, you know, the big fashion mm-hmm. week for swim. Let's just say it is wide open. Yeah. It is wide open. They do not believe that we want or are worthy or exist these sizes in yeah. such good quality. So I was like, that's fine. I'm good. Yeah. I'll see you guys down there. See you there. Yeah. So yeah. again, they can go to curvybeach.com. Curvybeach.com, and just like it sounds. At 3 p.m. Friday, May 20. Friday. Friday at 3 p.m. Friday at 3 p.m. About the date yeah, this was, podcast yes, is released. Yes, yes. Today, right? I don't know what the date is. <laughs> and find me on Instagram, although I had to make yeah. it private because we have so uh, many yeah. male fans. Yes, you're on Instagram. You do Instagram lives. You have wonderful, um, so much information available on the website about sizing for your oh. body. You'll help with any questions. And the fa- to me, yeah. the money is really Facebook. Yeah. We're on there more. We do lives. Yeah. We do, you know, little promotions. And, like, I'm way more accessible yeah. on Facebook. Too. And you're in sizes... Zero two. to 26. Just like hearing you say that. Oh, I know. I, love, I know. I was looking at it yesterday. 
And these are real zeros and real 26s. Yeah. People yeah. often have to size down. Yeah. All right, so Elizabeth, thank you so much. Thank and you, Laura. Love you. I count, I'm going to buy mine immediately at 3 p.m. on Friday, so that good because I know this is going to sell a lot of babies. It will. So. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Okay, everybody, keep swimming. Stay beautiful. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please tell a friend or leave a review. Reviews are really important because they help other mermaid lovers find us. The easiest thing to do is leave a review right in the app that you are using to listen to this episode or leave a review on our Facebook page. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Mermaid Podcast, and we always love to see you on social media. Again, we will have links to all the mermaid news mentioned in this episode on our website, mermaidpodcast.com. Our jingle was recorded by Tori Scott, the world-famous cabaret singer. She performs internationally, and you can find her schedule at itstoriescott.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your reviews and your feedback and all of your support. And thank you to Elizabeth Taylor. You inspire us to never quit our daydream. It's the Mermaid Podcast. We've got mermaids on the land and down below. Legs or fins, you will love our show. All the news that makes a splash is on the Mermaid.